You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Here again, it is the time for pushing boundaries. We pushing boundaries. So, good evening, family. Tonight, indeed, we are here to give you the best. Nothing else but the best. Because for us is to shape minds for a better future. Nothing else but shaping minds for a better future. How can we do it without you? It is that time where we discussing these sensitive matters, these sensitive issues. At times it's very difficult for us or for the pastors to talk about uh, on the pulpit about these matters because sometimes these are so emotional, so thorny issues. But hey, here we are. We just here to push the boundaries. Nothing else but pushing the boundaries. Good evening again. So tonight we'll be discussing about uh, wow, yes. We're going to discuss about the importance of dealing with bloodlines. Most people they normally say once you are born again, you are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. So Jesus did it in, on the cross. You don't have to struggle. Everything is there on the silver platter. But hey, some people are still struggling with their Keska Eva. If that was an issue, we wouldn't have women struggling with their case of Eva. But we are here. I have wonderful people who know this matter, who have more insight on this matter. I have Apostle Natasha. Uh, Apostle Natasha, she uh, I don't know how many books that she has. Um, oh, she has four books. But yay, if you read, you will be like, my goodness me. She has been here dealing with these matters and one thing that I know is that she deals with these matters in a in a in a deep way or in a deeper way in an where she's able to to as far as the tribes are concerned she's able to deal with issues in terms of like okay this kind of tribe God assigned this kind of tribe to this ministry. And then when you meet with this kind of tribe, these are the things that you need to, to be careful of. These are the things that you need to deal with. But yay, where am I? Because she will tell you more. We also have um, Bishop Nare down in Limpopo. Um, that's where he come from. And then he's a founder of the Answer Church in Maibuya. So they have vast in, uh, knowledge when it's coming to this matter. But all I can say is that you at home, you can join with us. Our WhatsApp line is 067-153-1089. That's where you can converse with us. The old has gone the new has come. Apostle Natasha. Yes, sir. Good evening. Good evening. Greet the listeners of Hope Alive Radio Station. Hope Alive. 
I'm praying for you tonight that you will all be alive in Christ, that you will be found one day, your whole spirit, your whole body, and your whole soul presented to Jesus at his coming and that you will not be ashamed. That's what the Bible says in, I think it's 1 Thessalonians 5, and I am praying for that for you. And so thank you very much for having me, sir. It's wonderful to be here with all these esteemed people. Amen. Amen. And uh, let's see where the Lord's going to take us. I'm excited to be here. Amen. Uh, Bishop Nare, you are not a stranger to this radio station. <laughs> yes, yes, You've yes. been here several times. Uh, can you greet the listeners of Hope Alive Radio? Yeah, I also pass my greetings to everybody out there, our listeners. Firstly, to you, thank you for calling us. Actually, I'm not a visitor anymore. I'm a, you can call me a resident pastor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm forever in this place, every time. So, and also acknowledge my, my co-worker, my wonderful uh, Apostle Natasha, servant of God, dedicated for the work of God, left everything wherever and did uh, everything that we're doing. And, and and we thank God for that. It's this is not an easy task. I think I should declare that Mr. Masu because in most cases we when we come to the shows, we don't we don't put some disclaimers and disclosures. And when we put some those disclosures, when you meet people along the road, when we meet people along the road, uh, they will say, Hey Pastor Nare, uh, driving my little small old car, they said, Man, man, man. You are forever on the TV. You are forever on the studio. You are everywhere. And you, are doing, you are doing so well, man. No, no, no. Wonderful, man. How can you link us there to have some ways, man? How much do they <laughs> pay? You know? So, you know, and I'm so excited because this man, somewhere, I met him somewhere around the mountains. And I said to him, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's one of the mistakes that all the time we don't disclose some of the things when we are on, on live on Facebook or on radio or on television. And when you meet us doing something you think is because of those things. For your information, Hope Alive Radio Station is a an, non-profit an organization. And then uh, you work on a voluntary basis. And it is unfortunate that you there's no uh, compensation that you'll get from them. You don't set anything. It's up to them. If they give you 10 rand, it's fine. It's like... It's up to you. When they call you, just say yes or no. You don't say how much. So that is why you see me here all the time. So listeners out there, I'm not getting paid. So I don't worry to say, hey, Muritina is exhausting the money of hope alive. So I'm not getting paid. We are working on, on a voluntary basis, me and Apostle Natasha. It's just the, the, the zeal and the eagerness of the work of God that we are here. And then this is what I love about myself, that when coming to volunteering to teach people the word of God, you know, I come running. So hence all the time, you see me here all the time, because this is a platform for me to plant a seed that one day is going to grow and benefit my children and everybody around me. So I just thought that I have to make that disclosure because, you know, I, I, I got so many questions, people asking me to say, you're forever on the radio, on the TV. So thank you very much, Mr. Masuka. I was just doing it on your behalf so that you must tell them that you're not paying us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Uh, okay, yeah, man. Um, Apostle Natasha, we yes, we are here to dis uh, to discuss about this matter. Uh, yes, the sir. matter of um the importance of dealing with the bloodlines. Yes, sir. Yes, because now most people are confused. They often say he did it on the cross. We're mm-hmm. living under grace now. Absolutely. So why is it important for me to deal with the bloodlines? Okay. Because did it on the cross exactly, and then yet you find uh, tongue-talking, spirit-filled Christians who are still struggling because they are missing the mark in terms of dealing with the uh, the bloodlines. That's right. Why is it so important for us to deal with the bloodlines? Well, the bloodlines, um, genetically speaking, you can't run away from your genes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and what Jesus did on the cross, yes, he absolutely did it, and he absolutely finished it, and it's absolutely complete as far as Jesus is concerned. Yes. Jesus does not have any more work to do as far as our salvation, although he is sitting forever making intercession mm. since he arrived in heaven. So why is he praying if he did everything? Just mm. a little, I'm going to just upset some people, okay, (laughs) just a little bit. They can think about that. Mm. So Jesus is actually praying for us to get to the end, to actually get to a finish point, which means it's not over. Something is not finished. What is finished is Jesus fought with principalities and powers, bought us from them, yes, amen, done. Mm. That is finished. We have to, I think, ask what is finished, what is not finished. Because people just preach like, you know, evangelistically saying, everything's going to be okay when you come to Jesus. Mm. Mm, Not always. (laughs) (laughs) Some things may work and some Mm. things may get worse. Mm. You know, people have testimonies, you know what I'm saying? They get an anointing, they go home, they get clapped. You know what I'm saying? It, It doesn't, it's not always wonderful all the time. We are not in heaven. This is not heaven. Let me just give people a little... Uh, what's up? By the way, this is not heaven. Did you notice that our our electricity doesn't work so well? Did you notice <laughs> that our petrol prices is doing whatever? Did you notice how many people got hit, killed in taverns? If South Africa is supposed to be 70% saved mm. and Jesus did all the work for everybody, then where are all these problems coming from? Yeah. Mm. So we, th- we're missing something. We mm. must be missing something because we should be living in heaven on earth. Mm. If 70% of us are all born again Christians, mm. Mm. then I'm going to ask the question, okay, let's go back. What did Jesus do? He saved us. Great. Fantastic. Mm. What does salvation mean? Mm. Salvation means something happened to you. You were in a state of death, right? Mm. Uh, but there's three parts of you, a spirit, a soul, and a body. Mm. Okay, just like God is three persons, you have three parts because you're made in the image and likeness of God. Very mm. good. So when you saved, your spirit is saved. It was dead to Christ. Mm. Now it's alive mm. to Christ. Excellent. Your soul is not fully saved. Your soul is what you think, what you feel, and what you want. If mm. you're sitting there and you have a problem with homosexuality and you've come to the cross and you've come to the altar, why do you still want another man? Mm. Why do you want a cigarette? Mm. Why do you still want those drugs? Why do you still want to go a party? Why do you still lie? Mm. Why do you have an urge to go and hit someone? Mm. That's not saved, is it? Mm. 
Mm. It's a part of you that has to learn to be saved. Mm. So the Bible says that your mind, which is part of your soul, can only be renewed the more and more of the word you learn. It says what? That by the hearing of the word, which means we've got to sit under teaching, we've got to be taught, mm. we've got to have some something. It's like you can't stick a banana tree in the middle of the star road and you think it's going to produce bananas. It doesn't have manure, it doesn't have water, it's in the middle of the star road. How's mm. it going to work? There are ingredients necessary. So your spirit has been justified. It's a past reality. So you have been saved on the cross by Jesus. Very good. But your soul, which is your intellect, yeah, which is your emotions, which is your will, which is the way you think, your intellect is the way you think, the emotions is the way you feel, and the will of, of man is what you want, okay? That is not fully saved. So we have a very interesting scripture in Philippians which says, work out your mm, salvation. salvation. Mm. Excuse me, it mm. says you have to Weak. work, not Jesus, mm. you. Mm. You know, in the in it's very interesting when we in heaven, there's a picture in Revelation 6 where John is watching these people in white garments and the angel says, and who are these? And he says, I don't know. And he says, these are those who have washed their garments mm. in the blood. blood. Did Jesus come and wash their garments? No. Or did they? Wash their yeah. God. I think we've got to separate what Jesus does. He's got a job. He's done his job. He's doing his job. Then you've got a job. And that's the part no one wants to hear because it means mm. that you can't sit back and just expect to be blessed because you said one prayer at one altar call mm -hmm. and now everything is just fantastic. <laughs> How is that possible? It's like saying I went to school in grade one and now I have a PhD. <laughs> no. You have to go through all year in grade one or form mm. one or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit older, so yeah, you know, yeah. I do the wrong thing here. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, so 12 <laughs> years later, you're coming out of school, and mm. maybe you get to university, and maybe you get through all of that, and then maybe you have a PhD, and now maybe you're a doctor. It's like saying to a child that went to school for one day, you're a doctor so-and-so because you entered the school. Congratulations. Mm. Absolute rubbish. Mm. It's only the beginning Yes. of being a student. Everybody knows that Jesus said, take my yoke. What mm. does taking a yoke on you mean? It means you are going to have something put on your neck, mm. which means that you and Jesus have got some work to do in the field. What's the field? The world out there. Mm. Okay, So you're going to walk with Jesus because the whole understanding biblically of the Hebrew scriptures is you walk with God. And when you're not walking with God, you're out of the path, out of the way, and you have to repent, which means you've got to come back to the right road to walk mm. with God. So if people in your bloodlines were not serving the Lord, mm. were serving other spirits, and in Africa it's very simple. Everybody's tribe ends up in Egypt being part of some Egyptian something. Mm. So everybody worshipped something, and honestly, all white people end up with wonderful, horrible, 
temples and altars and as just as well like Freemasonry, like Stonehenge, like whatever, the mm. pyramids, whatever, okay. Mm. So we all ended up with our ancestors were not saved. Hello. Do mm. you know that? <laughs> they were not saved. So mm. if they were not saved, who were they walking with? What contracts and covenants did they make? Because what did Jesus come to save us from? Mm. He came to fight for our souls, spirit, soul, and body, take us out from under the power yes. of the enemy, which is those spirits, mm. and save us. So, okay, I get saved. Okay, so my whole bloodline has never been saved. Never, mm. ever, ever, ever. So how many thousands of years before me mm. am I related to, to altars all over Africa, all over America, all over mm. wherever, mm. that those things have a right and they do. Now, spiritually, I'm going to heaven. Great. Mm. But I have these terrible temper tantrums. I want to do drugs all the time. Mm. I have these incredible emotional breakouts, whatever. Do people do that and they're saved? Mm. Oh, yes, they do. Mm. And what is the answer? Pills. Mm. So where's Jesus? I'll give it back to you for a moment <laughs> to comment. Wow. We are shaping minds for a better future. That's what we are. Hope Alive Radio Station. The time is 28 past 8. So, family, um, some of us, some of us, we're still struggling. We are talking spirit-filled, saved. Long time ago, we if if it was about having a mantles, uh, maybe we'll be like <coughs> uh, the generals or the 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 yeah you see, but we're still struggling. Like as we were talking earlier on to say, um, now since we are the new creation, we are in Christ. Christ is living us. But what happens when the taxi driver drive you in another way? Who is the father of that particular spirit that decided to be? You are tongue-talking somebody. But now the spirit of you wanna like, you know, they, they normally use the middle finger. Who is that? Who is your father? There and there. And then we say it's not important to 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 cleanse the bloodlines. So Apostle yes, and, 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 and Bishop Nara. Yes, sir. Now there's somebody there who's been saved and did not get this opportunity of understanding, of dealing with the bloodlines, uh, or of understanding of dealing with the generational, generational curses. Because the Bible says, I punish to the dead and the fought. Yes. So you you now there and you're wondering, what is happening in my life? And as, as, as Apostle has mentioned that these things that you have, uh, of course, yes, it was done in the cross of Calvary. Now, as you wake out your salvation, is it salvation? Because normally I, I believe or I feel that when we wake out our salvation, it's only about attitude. That's the focus that we normally focus on. Uh, we normally focus on, on the attitude, but focusing on dealing with the bloodlines, we don't really check that. 
like for example if my father uh, uh, if my forefather was a a, a sangoma or a a, a, a a palm reader that spirit because i did not stand in a gap like daniel did and say lord forgive us we were eating hearts of people mm-hmm. we were doing all these funny things uh, funny things forgive me forgive us then the curse ends there but most of us we don't do that how then now do we begin to unlearn all these things because now it's the most of us we believe it's the grace kind of a situation uh, it, it, it it happened on the cross we living under grace where to begin what is the starting point in all this because it's 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 very much important i remember one day somebody asked me to say is it possible that a person can be saved but does not have a, a holy spirit and i said my response was how is that person behaving because the f- you see them by the fruit of the spirit so if the person if the spirit of the person it's anger then you have got the answer but how then now move for because we need to we need to build a a a a base where we saying yes this happened but th- it's very much important for us to deal with the bloodlines how do we navigate oh i think also what because i think we still need to deal more in terms of we need to be aware of 1 2 3 because sometimes we just brush it on the pulpit to say no you need to got save and all that and all that but we need to get deeper into this because it's a fact i am born again but if my grandfather was a witch and i did not stand in the gap and break that that's right god still sees me as a witch well you know if you look at genetics biology <coughs> Do you inherit from your family? Of course you do. Do you look like your grandfather genetically? Yes, yes, you do. So, you have an inheritance that is spirit, soul, and body. Okay. Mm. So, when it says you're a new creation, all things have passed away. Did your face change? maybe you got brighter and people say you change you smiling you mm. you know something but you still look the same as your id picture mm. do you know what i'm saying mm. uh you still have the same shape fingers and whatever so that did not change you have to understand again what is the bible saying what changed mm. so it says the things that have passed away is the things that Jesus buried at the cross or nailed to the cross which was what the ordinances that were hostile and against us he nailed to the cross yes making a show of principalities and powers mm. which we as the church Ephesians 3:10 it is our job to tell principalities and the powers hey mm. do you see what happened with me that has been nailed to the cross now most people when they get saved don't know any of that stuff they don't understand it mm. they've never been taught it and some some people are listening to me and going is that even in the bible mm. and i'm quoting <laughs> bible people on mm. this thing mm. 
So for me, where do you start? You start with you because you are the work you are doing. Mm. You've got to be presented to God back in the image and likeness that you were originally prepared in. Mm. You have to return. So repentance is a return to something that you used to be Mm. in Christ. Mm. But if you're not in Christ, you look like, sound like, and act like something else. Mm. So the whole point is if you are a Christian and you're having a bad temper, Either the bad temper is going to win or Jesus wins. So somewhere you're going to make a decision, which one? Mm. So the first decision you made is to get saved. That's nice. What does that mean? You got saved by saying, Lord, I give you my life, I'm a sinner, etc. That is your entry point to working out your salvation. Because salvation is not just being saved out of hell. Let's talk about what it is. Mm. It is healing for your body. It is mental healing for you. It is a change in your behavior. You are not going to walk around wanting to go and smack everybody and get drunk every night. Because if you are, something is wrong in your Mm. relationship with the Lord. You don't love Jesus enough. Mm. You are not possessed by the Holy Spirit. You're possessed by something else, which is what you're saying. And that something Mm. wants something. Mm. So if your grandfather was a Sangoma... Every now and again, something's going to pop up Mm. that's going to not be so wonderful. And you're going to go, what's wrong with me? I've got to work on something. I lose my temper far too quickly. I get so angry I could murder someone. What is wrong with me? You have to recognize there is a behavior that looks like Jesus and there's a behavior that doesn't. Because, again, you are being saved in your soul continuously as you learn what it is to live like a Christian. Mm. Because a lot of Africans will say, this is my culture. Mm. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) What Mm. are you actually saying? You're Mm. saying, I have an excuse to behave in a certain way, in a certain way, like my grandfather and whoever, because this is African. African Mm. what? African married to what altar? Mm. You know? I just, I just want to read this, this that scripture. It's Philippians 2, and it says, 12, it says, Now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So, does that mean that Jesus never saved you? No. It means he saved you, but you have something to do. And if you look at this word, work, It's kateregazome, which in Greek is ergazome comes from uh, the word to perform or to work out or to fashion, literally to like you are laboring in a work. Mm. So sorry for everybody that thinks that Jesus did everything and you doing nothing. you will then not obey Philippians 2.12, working out your own salvation, mm. which is yours personally, with fear and trembling, for it is God, here we go, this is God doing something, That for it is God energizing you, working in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. In other words, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the anointing, the energy, the want to mm. work it out. Mm. But you have to actually do the sweating part 
oh my goodness, look at the way I spoke to this person. Mm. What came out? Where did that thing come from in the inside of me? I've been going to church for 20 years and I'm still so nasty and so bitchy and so <laughs> ugly and I still gossip. Mm. Just to throw this in here, do you know that gossip, just gossiping, talking about someone, means that Satan who stands at the right, at the, at, I'm not going to say the right hand, I think so, as the accuser, mm. yeah, but I'm thinking right or left, and I can't remember in Zechariah 3 which one, but I'm not going to go there. Mm. So Satan is there accusing day and night, Revelations 12, 10. Mm. And guess what? He's accusing Natasha day and night. So the minute you agree and say, Natasha is this, this, and this, and mm. he's already said, said, Natasha is this, this, and this is my accusation. Mm. He needs one person to stand with him because two mm. agree. Mm. Now you've agreed to assassinate me mm. with the accuser. You've gone into the side of the accuser. So do Christians gossip? Yo. So Christians, therefore, are every day committing mm. Character assassination, character murder. And verdict has been given. Yeah. To the accused. And I mean, for you even to keep doing that as a norm tells me you haven't grown up in Christ. Mm. You haven't matured. We talk about maturity. We talk about there's, there's four levels of maturity scripturally. There's the baby Christian, there's the teenager, there's the young person, and there's the elder. Which means when you're older, you should know more. Yes. So when you're young and you've just got born again, what do you know? Mm. Not a lot. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bishop Nada. Yes, sir. In most of our churches, yes, most sir. of the time, the mm. um, let's say our predominantly black churches, mm -hmm. When we do deliverance, when we deal with the bloodlines, yes. we're talking about taking out snakes. We're talking about people vomiting and all that. Now we that's that's our deliverance. Yes. But the aspect of us going deeper in terms of looking at the spiritual pi uh, part and trying to move things in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing that? Well, th thank, 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 thanks, uh, Mr. Masugo. Apostle, well said. Uh, you set the platform on fire, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I love that. You know, uh, you 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 set the platform on fire to the point whereby, as I'm talking right now, the Spirit of God is telling me that uh, don't focus on the presentation that you've prepared. Just 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 connect with the apostle. Just change, connect is because now that's that's where we have to take the direction. And I'm I'm going to connect right where you finished because, and I'm going to ask Mr. Masuku so that he can put uh, the question lined up uh, nicely so that we can be able to provide a clear answer to everybody, uh, so that they can understand. So that we should not deal with many answers at the same time because we got much information and our time is um, is very late. I can see you know when we're dealing with controversial matters, time becomes an enemy. Because we are dealing with something very deep, uh, you know. I wish this show was for hours. Every time <laughs> when I come to the studio, <laughs> when I when I speak to Mr. Masuku, Mr. Masuku, your 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 questions are very controversial, but the time is too small. 
And people need to know out there. You know, today I received messages, so many messages, messages in WhatsApp based on the Facebook. Some they saw it on Mr. Masuku everywhere where it's a pastor we see that you will be dealing with bloodlines uh, uh, today so a cleansing of bloodlines so are we not saved why are we supposed to be cleaning and doing all these things cleaning what's cleaning so now then 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 mr masuk something triggered in me to say you know when people approach things they approach them in a in a, in a fleshly way Hence, 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 I'm saying, and I'm going to come back to your question. I love, I love your question to say, why in the black churches we deal with snakes, 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 snakes? You ask me that question. I don't want to deviate from that. But I want to, I want to put something that an apostle said, which touched my spirit very briefly. People ask me so many questions. They say, no, we are saved. We don't cleanse the blood. Finish and clear. Some said, no, but pray. We pray. Everything's done. You know? And so they have those questions, and some said, no, so and so in the book said one, two, three, four, five. So there's, this book's got a nice heading, that one, two, three, four. So something prompted in me, Mr. Masuku, that, you know, generally the church has a serious problem. Mm-hmm. And the serious problem that we have is that nowadays, apostle, we've got so many churches that are led by people who are not well-trained by God to teach the church. Mm. I'm repeating. We are led by people who are not well trained, have never went into the studying of the word, not necessarily more books of people, but studying of the word, the church history, mm-hmm. and all the missiology. The the, 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 the the eschatology eschatology is the study of the last things. I'll, I'll speak all the the Greek language I can mention. I mean, and the hamatology, the you know all those things. The study about sin and all those things. But once you start to study all these things, men of God, then you're gonna start to understand the importance of the case. And the question is, someone asked me, "There's no case." And let me establish this fact, listeners. A case is there and it does exist. Mm. You must get that one correct. Mm. A case is there, it does exist, number one. Number two, a case doesn't die, but it's just getting terminated, but it's always continuous. Mm. A case will live for a million years. Mm. So for that fact, that means, hence Jesus gave us the task. He said, guys, you need to you are living in the world of a curse. Mm. This world is cursed. Mm. That is why God said, the devil is the God of this world. Mm. Now, we are living in the world that was created by God, but hijacked by the devil. Mm. So that is why Jesus had to die very quick to say, now the devil has hijacked what God has created. Mm. Now we have to have a mitigating factor. Jesus said, I will mitigate. As you said, Jesus, now, if there's no need to deal with the curse, why is Jesus praying? Mm. If he has done everything, why is he praying? And again, you go to John 14, you know, you, you read the entire chapter. When Jesus was leaving, the disciples were crying. Why are you going? You know why? It's because they saw what Jesus is capable of doing, mm. and they are not capable. 
In several occasions, the disciples of Jesus failed to command the demon to get out. Mm. But Jesus came and people came to complain in the same village. Mm. That's where you were speaking about the genetics and the tribes. It, it simply tells you that in that village, there was a, there, there, there was a, a, a case of seizure. Most of the children, they had seizures. They will fall into the fire, die. And every time, because every person who was brought to Jesus, the, the problem was one. Master, my, my, my child has a seizure, and all the time the seizure, he forms white things, and he just this. Everybody comes to stories. But your disciples couldn't take out the demon mm. into a question. And I want, I want to mention those occasions. In the first occasion, the, 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 the disciples couldn't take it out, and they were worried. And Jesus came, and he, he took it out, and even he was very angry. He said, I've been teaching you. You don't listen. Mm-hmm. You, how long must I be with how you? How must I be with you? How must I teach you? You don't have faith, man. Mm. And he just said, get out and go. Mm. And after, after, and he was angry. And the, the disciples, realizing that, and they went in private. The, the Bible says, in private, they said, and then what, what is happening? Why, mm. why, why are you out and me? Us? No. And he said, guys, this place must have a strong faith. Because the genetic of this area is very strong. It's mm. very, you don't need to pray our father who art in heaven here. Mm. This, this place is being attacked by a, a case of seizure. And this case needs someone to have a strong faith. If you don't have a strong faith, you're not going to overcome. Another one came. The same problem said, mine, he doesn't throw in the fire, but he throw himself in the water. Again, they failed. When they failed, again, it did it. That time, they didn't ask him in private. They were angry. They went to the house. The Bible says when they were sitting down and he said, Master, please, man, there's something we don't understand. man. Why are we failing to, to cast out the demons in this place? Mm-hmm. And you know what Jesus said? He said, now, he didn't say you must have faith. He said, there are some other spirit that need you to be very powerful in prayer. Do you see that now Jesus beat by is reminding them things that he taught them that guys, for you to overcome all these genetic cases, all this bloodline, because each and I want to repeat, each and every tribe has its own case. Exactly. Each and every you are like you are a Zulu, I'm a Barely, I'm whatever. There's a certain genetic that is in me that was originated by my original ancestor. Mm. And that mm. genetic doesn't die. Mm. Covenants it, they made. It's a covenant, mm. covenant they've made. It stays forever. That is why God had to do a covenant That's with right. whoever comes to him. He said, guys, when you come to me, your culture must change. Exactly. Because your culture is going to encounter my culture. Mm. And it, therefore, he said, therefore, but don't worry. Don't panic about saying, I'm going, you know, we used to say, now, now they're scared that, no, they're going to be beaten by demons now because Jesus is going. Mm. But you know what he said? Remember what he said? He said, don't worry, guys. Mm. I'm going to the Father. I'm going to plead with him mm. to send you another comforter. Mm. In the meantime, I will pray. And the comforter will come who's got the same thing that I have. Mm. Who's going to assist you? Who's that comforter? Is that the Holy Spirit? Mm. Remember, in the time of Jesus, when the, the Holy Spirit was not, was not in function, it was only Jesus. But don't worry. 
we've got another one. Remember, we are three. There, there's a father, the Holy Spirit remaining there. Mm. Now it's me. But when I go up, I'm not leaving you alone. Mm. We're going to make sure that the, another comforter comes, the same nature, by the name of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now you are seeing me in person. Now, but that one you are not going to see in person. He's going to live in you. And he said, remember, Apostle, you know what he said? He said, he's going to remind you mm. everything I taught you so that when you meet the Spirit, said, don't forget, there's one. You must go and fast. Mm. It's powerful. You see this nation, the Midianites, you remember the ancestors? The ancestors are very powerful. You must do one, two, three, four. So he reminds us how to deal with that case. And and Mr. Masuk asked how to deal with these things. And he asked me the question. Let me go back to your question. I just wanted to establish that fact. To say mm. the, 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 the case is there. Because I wanted to make sure that our listeners are not getting frustrated. The case is there. It does exist. You are saved or not. And it doesn't die. Mm. It always go on the side. If it happens that I broke it. I broke it but I didn't kill it. Is on the side. It's waiting for someone along the way to mess up. That person who messes up, it is still, they said, I got him. Mm. You see? So now he said, why in our black churches we deal every time it's all about the snakes? I, I won't blame them, Moroti. And, and, mm. and, and I want to be honest with you mm. in front of everybody. Yes, indeed, in, in most of the black churches, we have a problem with a snake. Mm. Everybody who pray, they, 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 they react like a snake. It's a snake that speaks. I, everybody, Muruta, don't sleep. I see snakes at night. You, uh, uh, Apostle said something in passing. I don't know if you heard it. Mm. And it's not political. It's the truth. You know what you said, Apostle? And you said, you know, uh, uh, white people got their own genetics, blacks and that and that and that. But uh, at the end, when we are saved, the Bible says, no more. Greek, no more Joe, no more Zulu, no more white. You're all in one. Mm. But remember, he's asking a question. Why why specifically in the black church there's a problem with the snake? Mm. Remember what you said. You said because most of the black people, they are from Egypt. Mm -hmm. They were they they spent more time in Egypt. What was the main god of Egypt? Pharaoh was worshipping a marine spirit. Every day in the morning, the Bible says he will go to the water and gaze the water and get the power out of the water. Mm. What stays in the water? The big snake. Mm. So now, the, the, the main god of Egypt was a snake. That is why when Moses... Hey, my God. Let, let okay. me finish. Let me finish before you go to break. You know, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm somehow... You know... Uh, God never made a mistake to make a, a, an example about a, a first thing, a snake. When he said, uh, uh, Moses, when you get to take this thing, the first thing you do, they, you go, you, they're going to do their magics. What was, what was their first thing that they did? Uh, they, they did what? He said, throw this thing down. Throw what was the first thing down. that came mm. up? A snake came snake, up. Yeah. Snake. Why don't you ask yourself a question? Out of all the animals, why snake came out when, when Moses wanted to go to Egypt? Why snake came out? And he said, okay, pick it up. Do you see this thing? It's able to pee the snake. Mm -hmm. And he said, again, he put it in. He got a leprosy. And he took it out. And you know what they did? And, and, and he went to Egypt. He said, show us your God. He threw the stick. And, and it changed to snake. 
Mm. And God changed it to snake. Mm. Why didn't he change it to a lion? You know why? It's because he knows that the God, the curse of this place, these people worship a snake. Mm. So they are most strong in snakes. So he wants to show them that they can be so powerful in snake. But him being God, he can destroy. So there's all the magicians, they've put the thousands of snakes in front of him. Say, hey, 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 you are Galawan. Yeah, we specialize with snakes. And when they throw the Bible says, only one snake of Moses mm. swallowed all the snakes. So answering your question, why do we struggle with snakes in, in our black churches? It is because the originality of the ancestral worship that we worshipped in Egypt from, by the name of Kush was driven out to Sudan. We were worshipping snakes and Sudan spread it all over Africa. And that, that's, that's where our genes come from. From Egypt, because Kush was the main man of a soldier in Egypt and he was dark in skin, but smooth. And because he was very strong, they chased him out to where? To Kush land. Now it's called Sudan. And Sudan, it was a desert, it's very dry. Then that's, that skin changed to be black. And was called a black man, and we we cascaded. Remember, he's, he moves with the with the genes and the essence of a snake. So Africa was spread with the spirit of a snake. Hence, we are struggling okay. with the spirit of a snake right now. Okay, mm. yo, okay, um, yeah. Uh, listeners at home, you can still engage with us. We're still on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. That's where you can find us. You can still find us on Twitter, Hope Alive underscore radio. Also on Facebook, Hope Alive radio station. We also have an Insta, Hope Alive radio station. That's where you can find us. But the time is 4 minutes to. Mm, this nine. time is flying. So we're going to take just a short break. After break, we continue. Because... Mm. Now we have wet your appetite. Mm. So now we're going to go deep. Okay. Yes. Uh, they normally say go deeper, Papa. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> 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 we're going to go so, deeper today. So we, we're going to go deeper. Okay. Just a, um, a short break. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I think it exactly uh, two minutes past. Then we go deeper. Thank you. While Hope Alive encourages meaningful and fruitful discussion, please note that the views, information and opinions expressed during the show are solely of the individuals or guests involved and do not necessarily represent the views of the station or Hope Restoration Ministries. Have you heard of Hope Alive Online Radio? Established in 2020 during the hard lockdown by Reverend S.C. and P.A. Matebula, the mission of this platform has been to impact our communities and the world at large with the message of hope. Since taking to the airwaves in May 2020, Hope Alive has grown in leaps and bounds and is a preferred station of choice to an average of over 40,000 listeners. While we broadcast from the Hope Restoration Ministries premises in Kempton Park, our listenership stretches far and beyond. We broadcast 95% in English and 5% in other languages. Our daily programs taking place between 6am and 10pm, seven days a week, are hosted by young, passionate and spirit-filled radio personalities. We cater for all age groups and deliver on our mandate to educate, 
inspire, motivate and encourage all our listeners. To help us revive, restore and bring a living hope to South Africa and the world, you can partner with us from as little as 100 Rand. To grow your business and reach more clientele, you can also advertise with us from 350 an ad or sign up for a monthly advertising package from as little as 7,000 Rand. To find out more about us, visit us on www.hopealiveradio.co.za or email info at hopealiveradio.co.za. Join us as we continue to shape minds for a better future. Hope Alive Radio Station. Oh yes, welcome back. We are pushing boundaries and shaping minds for a better future. Indeed, he is a way maker. He is a way maker. So, Apostle, yes, sir. as far as the issue of the snakes uh, is concerned, you wanted to say something. I, I really am excited yeah. about um, African people and about their inheritance because the fact that uh, they are able to understand all the stuff about snakes, even mm. the whole Sangoma thing, mm. means that they are connected in the spirit realm in a very uh, direct way that a lot of people are not, other races, other cultures. Mm. Although the Chinese, their snake is a dragon-looking mm-hmm. snake thing. Mm. I mean, they are, it's not to say it doesn't exist, but... As um, Bishop was saying, it's their speciality. Mm. It was very interesting when I went to, um, I went to, where did Yemi come from? Uh, Benin. Mm. So Benin was used to be called da, Dan Home, okay, before. And uh, apparently the tribe of Dan mm. ends up there. And this insignia or the, um, what do you call it, the... Banner of the tribe of Dan was a snake. Oh. And what happened, remember in the wilderness when God said, put the snake on on the cross and lift it up and everyone that sees Mm. the snakes will be healed. Mm. But 600 years later, they were still worshipping a snake. Yes. Mm. And um, that became a problem of idolatry. Mm. And it ends up coming to Dan Home, which is Benin. Mm. And this is where a lot of the slaves left Africa. I was there with this one uh, apostle friend of mine. Mm. And this is where the Sangomas, they make a meal under the sea Mm. Mm. before they used to send the slaves Mm. to America, South America, whatever. Um, And the whole village that hosts this area, Mm. every house has a snake, Mm. a live Mm. snake. Because it's all got to do with this mama water snakey story mm, and mm, um, mm. when you're dealing with the water spirits and mm. these guys go under the water mm, and mm. turn into snakes mm. speak to the snake mm. 
have sex with a snake, mm. all this stuff. Mm. I mean, it's all there in the genetics. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, the, the deal when you're dealing with bloodlines is you're not cleaning your spirit because mm. you can't do that. Mm. But your job is to renew your mind to clean up how you think, mm. how you react, and how you mm. feel about something. And, you know, Bishop, you were saying, people said, why must we clean, clean all the time? Mm. And I have a lovely scripture for them. And it's 1 Peter 2, 7, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, 9. It says, but you are a royal nation, a a holy priesthood, peculiar people, called out of darkness into his marvelous light, that whole thing. I'm quoting it maybe a little bit wonky, but yeah. But you're a chosen generation. Thank you. 1 Peter 2, 9. Mm. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the presence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, darkness is the absence of light. Mm-hmm. Curses are the absence of blessing. Mm. You've got no mm. blessing in your life. There's a then curse. Yes. curse. Yes. <laughs> You're in darkness. There's no light. It's ESCOM. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> No cheating. From hell. Okay. (laughs) Mm. It's the absence of. Yeah. Okay. Uh So the whole point here is, if you are called as Jesus says, Mm. you are Mm -hmm. part of his priesthood, which means you have an altar. Amen. That you are in charge of working at Mm. to bring praise, Mm. to bring worship, to bring mm. adoration. But you better know what you're doing. Mm. Yes. Because being a priest, mm. hello, is mm. Old Testament. Mm. Do you know that there's no explanation in the New Testament for priesthood? Mm. So the priests had to, when they came in, wash their hands, wash their clothes, get mm. fully baptized, blah, 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 wash their hands, wash their feet before they go in. How many times are you going to wash your hands? A lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let's end up again when the angel says these are those who have washed their garments. If you're a priest, sorry, everybody, you're Mm. washing for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And you will continue to be washed in the word. And if you're married, your husband is supposed to wash the wife, by the way, husbands, with the washing of the word. So the husband's in charge of telling his wife all about what's in the word because that's what it says. So let's go back again. There has to be washing. Mm. If you're a priest, no, I'm not a priest. Well, then you're not saved because you know it says mm. there. I just quoted it to you. You're a chosen generation, royal pl- priesthood, holy nation, peculiar people, mm. etc. You are a priest. Full stop. There isn't a question here, and your job is to learn how to be one. Yeah. Okay, before we go further, they, I do have a voice note and also I, uh, a text. Let's start with the text. The text says, Evening Apostle and Bishop, okay. is it possible for a curse to, co- uh, to be broken and still you suffer the same things you went through after cleansing bloodline? I think there are levels of everything. It's like peeling an onion. Mm. And um, until you get to the end, you keep going you keep until going. the thing is done. Because if I'm going to say it again, 
the scripture in Philippians 2.12, it says, work out, mm. meaning there's a finishing work, mm. meaning that there's an end result. And it says in 1 Peter 1, 1.9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul, mm. which means it's a process. That's what I'm trying to say. Matthew 24, 13, he that endures to the end, end. shall mm. be saved. Safe. So in other words, salvation meaning having all your curses broken, dealing with all your wrong attitudes, dealing with your temper, mm. changing the way you speak, getting right relationships, speaking to people with honor, mm. uh, not gossiping. It's something you have to learn. Okay. Uh, can I also come there and also add on the apostle what he said? Mm. And re re remember also in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 26, uh, the Bible refers the word of God as the, 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 the cleansing the word. cleansing mm. word, yeah. That's the word I said. You need to continue cleaning your spirit. That's right. Mm. Yeah, with, 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 uh, with, with the word as like water. So right. as you say, we're going to continue cleaning until Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 the question says, why when my case is broken and still suffer the So now in most cases you have identified your case and, and you know what happens and it's getting broken. Most of the people they get delivered out, out of their cases. But after their cases they are not cancelled. Mm -hmm. They they are not being taken through. Remember that when you're in a case, you are like in a drug abuse. Mm -hmm. You are like you're being abused on drugs. So now, the, the, you, once you have stopped the drugs, you need a counseling so that it must not relapse. So now, uh, as I said, the case doesn't die. And it has a way to catch you again. I can, I can, we can break it today and do everything and say, praise the name of the Lord. And I remember, uh, it's all about five senses that mm. you're struggling with, that we're dealing with. And along the way, you do something that opens the door again for that case to come in unaware. You are not aware that actually they broke the case, but the, the counseling was not provided that please try not to do this. Because if you continue doing this, this case will continue bothering you. All the time, you'll continue having this problem because we break it, we help you, you are free, and, and you are hallelujah for two weeks when when god is still busy preparing you when your things are about to get better when you're about to get the job then that other week you you relapse you go back let me say that case i'm giving example it was an, an alcoholic case and then you go to drink an alcohol oh, now i'm fine but you you don't know that actually what brings the case back is an alcohol and you go you drink again and the, you, you you're opening hole again for the case to do what come back to come back when spirits comes out of a person that's what it rooms around it doesn't Seven die times. Mm. every time it comes and check it comes so now uh, the case it does it's the same thing the case goes out and all the time wants to check is is, is is there any place i can get in is there any loophole and once it finds finds a loophole and i'm telling you once it finds you that time the Bible says it's going to go back and get more seven spirits to make sure that it ties you up so that you become more stronger. You're not, you not going to be able to deal with it again. So simple question, yes, case can be broken, but you need to be cancelled after that so that you could be directed by a spiritual leader to say, please try to avoid one, two, three, four, so that this case must not come and overtake you again. Amen. So let's go There's a bit deeper than okay, that. Okay, be before we go, or oh, oh, you still want to answer I'm the question? I'm still on that one. Oh, okay, because I do have so to So in other words, somebody 
uh, made a contract with some spirit somewhere that yes. brought the curse on you. Mm. So somebody was a priest. Mm. Somebody was a Sangoma mm. at an altar. Mm. And they invoked their spirits mm. or the spirits over your tribe that says they own you mm. because when they look at you, there's something in you that belongs to yeah. them yeah. and you are in contract. Yes. Mm. So until you come to Jesus and say, you see this contract that my family made with that spirit, yeah, it's in me, I think like this, I am like this, I behave like I've done this, it's me, I repent, I am sorry, God, can we take it out of me? Mm. So that when it comes back, it's got no recognition. Mm. that's how you close it. The other thing is you now become a priest of another altar because mm. the only way you're actually going to finish that thing mm. is altar against altar and Thank a priest you. against priest. Build another altar. Okay, we do have a voice note. Can we ha listen to the voice note? Sure. Good evening, uh, Pushing Boundaries. Uh, good evening to the guest. What a very interesting topic. The question that I have is that once you are in Christ as a uh, as a believer, and then you identify um, certain patterns in life or in your family that comes out as a curse, and then um, you find people to pray with you or a pastor to pray with you, but over and over again you see that specific curse happening not only in your life as a person that has been saved but to the other members as well who are not saved and you just wonder is the blood of Jesus so like does it take so much time for the curse to be broken thank you Okay, it's not about the, the, the power of the blood of Jesus. It's your capacity to hold it. Mm. Mm. Um, straight, I'm, I'm just going to say it straight. Most, most people um, want something done for them. So you're going to go to someone to pray for you, a uh, spiritual leader, someone who s you see has authority or anointing, and you want that anointing to work for you in five minutes, but you actually cannot hold it. Mm. So you are like... If I came and I took a plant, I'm going to say this again, and I put it in the middle of a tar road, how is that thing supposed to live? It'll look fine for one day. But by tomorrow, that thing is going to freck, and then we're back to nothing in the middle of the tar road. So you are asking for something to live somewhere where there is no um, capacity for it. You have to go clean up. So let's go again. Jesus says the word has to land in good soil mm. to bring forth a good harvest. So up to now, the good harvest is curses. Mm. So it looks like a lemon tree, lots of lemons, lots of sour stuff. This thing just automatically produces more lemons. And it doesn't matter how you cut this tree because it's going to produce another lemon. One lemon has how many seeds in it, so how, many, how mm. much harvest, what you sow you will reap, and it's generational. So that's what you're describing. How do you actually reverse this? You literally have to take out all the lemon trees, burn them, all the seed, burn them, get rid of all of it, which means you've got to come, present your body as a living sacrifice and do it on a daily basis because this is your reasonable service of worship. What kind of worship? As a priest. I'm going to come back to this again. Mm. You've got to understand 
that you are not a Christian just coming visiting a church, getting someone to pray for you and sorting your problems out. One, two, three. You are called to live as a priest for all eternity under the order of Melchizedek with Jesus. Amen. 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 So this is going to be a lifelong, eternal thing. So, you know, it's not like fix my little curse thing so I can live whatever I think my life is about. No, you have to now understand you're called to be a priest. What does that mean and what does God require? Because the more you deal with this stuff, the more you're going to throw yourself into God, living in Christ, holier, more and more every day, which means there's more required of you all the time. So people don't want to know mm. that but, answer. But but the apostle, she's she mentioned an issue of saying like um yeah. the curse has been broken. Yes. And she's trying to live holy. She's trying to, yes. <laughs> she's <laughs> not living holy. Yeah, yeah, no. But no. you see the, the point is I'm not saying she's not living holy. No. Okay. She sees this as a thing to get fixed. This is not calling a plumber, come mm. and fix my pipe. Mm. This is actually replace all the pipes, rip them all out of my house mm. because we found one pipe that is sick, so the whole system is sick. Okay. Okay. Can I also just add a little bit? Uh, that Masuko, <laughs> I don't I, know I, if that's. I, no, no. I, th- I, th- I think I think Apostle have put it very nicely to say, "Is that? Let me give you an example. Your 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 you just you just lost your mother, and uh, you're always crying, and you have put her picture there." And you went to the pastor to pray for the grief to leave you. But every time you walk into your room, you, when you see the picture, you cry. Mm-hmm. In the church, pray, see the picture, you cry. What is the problem? The problem is not the blood, it's that picture. So remove it, put it somewhere so that you must not see it. Because once you remove that picture, if you don't see it, you're not going to cry anymore. So this is what people are doing in most cases. They, they want to get rid of hurt, crying, grief, and cases. But the, as you say, there are so many things that trigger us all these things. Mm-hmm. Hence I'm saying, I'm still repeating, a proper counseling is needed. She's saying she's trying hard to live a, a right life. Remember, to her, hard to me might be different. Exactly. You'll find that she says she's working hard, but when I'm going to go to counseling, she said, what hardness are you talking about here? Because mm. actually, yes, you are working hard, but you're mm. working to the wrong direction. Because your case is going this way. Mm. So it's broken, but you're going there, working hard in this area. So you have to work hard on the area where the case is powerful. Because your case is powerful. All the cases are powerful. And you need to, to answer, I, I used to say, you need to Id- locate, identify, and allocate the power of the case so that you can be able to capacitate yourself with the necessary equipment to fight this case. It's not the power of Jesus is the same. However, cases got different mindset. Let me say you are given a gift of seeing. When I given a gift of seeing like being a prophet, dealing with spiritual things is, is, is quite difficult for you because for the fact that you can see in the spirit, you are very, you are very accessible. The devil can use, he can come and everything. And unfortunately, a person who sees, he must pray harder than the person who doesn't see. Because you, you are vulnerable. You do a small thing, the devil, quick, why? You can see. So okay. it, it depends on, on, on the kind of a case. When you say work hard, where are you working hard? Are you working hard in removing that? 
and, 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 and that's mm. not that's not a judgment against yes. you. Mm. That's yes. just yeah. an observation. Yeah, yes. You yes. don't know who yeah. you are and yeah. what you're actually doing. But yes. the other yes. thing I would mm. say here also is, you know, um, you still uh, need to understand that Jesus is all powerful. Mm. If you're questioning that, then there's something here that you're going to have to really learn again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, okay. And if there's all that doubt there, it means you're being challenged. Um, and so, Father, we just want to pray for her. And we're just asking you to d tonight to give her great revelation oh, on Jesus. what she can do to Thank overturn Jesus. these things. You see, to me, when I get a, a, a picture of, say, like, he has the witch, he has the cauldron, they're boiling the bones, they're speaking curses over my body, blah, blah, blah. I want to know how I'm going to turn that thing over, stop the fire, and scatter this whole thing. Mm. And I have to pray that through. So it's not just a cancellation. Mm. It's a reorganization. <laughs> so yeah. so yes. let's go back all the way until there is no cauldron, there is no fire, mm. there is no priest that can say anything. And the only way I know how to do that is I'm going to tell okay. you again is to lay down my life on the altar and tell God, God, here I am, spirit, soul, and body. If there's whatever the, the, this devil wants that's in me, guess what? I'm giving it up right now. I repent of it right now. Shake I don't want it in me right now. Burn it out of me right now. Because Amen. if you remove it, they can't connect to. They're connecting to something. If the, if the curse continues, there's a connection, there's a hookup, there's a place to plug in. So guess what I do with people? I unplug them like I unplug a TV set. Mm. I unplug them from the wall. I unplug them, I cancel their subscription do with DSTV, meaning hell. Mm. I do the whole thing until I break the whole thing and reconnect them again. So... I yeah. hope that helps you. Yes, amen. Uh, thank you, Dumi, for, for, for the voice note. Uh, she says, amen. Uh, there's another voice note uh, that we need to listen to. <laughs> let's, let's We're hear. having fun here. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, hear what the, let's hear what the listener is saying. People, they want to hear. They that's want good. to get ahead. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's great. Yo, yo, yo. Pushing boundaries, what a topic. I think one thing that is intriguing to me is the fact that um, generational curses also don't come to an end. When I come and maybe I dismantle certain parts of it or maybe uh, my, for example, I'll say that I've been told that my father is arrogant and this is why I'm showing signs of arrogance as well. So for me, that was like a curse because I'm like, but I can't be so arrogant. I should be open to like learning and understanding people and knowing people beyond what I actually perceive of them. You know what I mean? So what I did personally was to go to God and I'm like, God, we have to deal with this. We have to deal with this arrogance that people are talking about, you know? And I sat down with God and, and actually that part of uh, working out my own salvation with fear and trembling, I actually had to do that to sort of like get to a certain Dude. level where mm. I am not like my father. And I did everything I could to basically work that salvation. So for me, that was my bad, my bloodline to say, I will, my father was like that and I was perceived as someone who is arrogant. And it's still a work in progress even today. <laughs> but I'm trusting God, obviously, like, you know, for better, uh, to get better at this whole thing of arrogance. And yeah. A very interesting topic. Yo, what a topic. This is a packed up full topic and I'm really glad that I get to listen in because wow, I'm learning a lot. And thank you so much for sharing because I feel empowered. Good man.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, that we can empower you, mommy. Yeah. So mm. we yeah, shaping minds for a better future. Mm. So we, because now most people they struggle with with this issue. We struggle with this issues. Yeah. And uh one thing that that, that oh, you mentioned apostle is that when dealing with the cases and all that you need to be serious. You need to mend business because the backlashes. Goodness yeah. me. And most of the time, we become too casual about this whole th- about these things. That is why you will round in one second over mm. and mm. over again mm. because now we kind of like playing. We kind of like uh, no, you are used right. to the situation. You are used to God. You getting familiar with the w- yeah. with God. So now you are just in the familiar spirit. Mm. Mm. It it's controlling you and all you like Play oh all the time. you see. So that's I think that's one of the issues that maybe we struggling with. Sometimes we become too familiar. Yes. I think we, we've the the main problem is we lack the fear of the Lord. Mm. Really, we we think God is our buddy, and He's full of grace for mm. us, and we don't ever have to tremble and shake. You know, if you tremble and shake, you'll you'll miss a lot of issues. You miss a lot of curses. Seriously, because learning to tremble in God's presence is wisdom. Mm. Seriously, and I I look at people and listen to people, and they they think God is their buddy. Mm. And the devil's just a minute away from capturing them. Mm. Seriously. Mm. Well, I, I think also just to close up this question so that we can move on, Mr. Masu, we've got only 20 minutes left. Mm. Uh, you know, hence I said, man of God, this topic is very controversial and it's very interesting, it's very deep in more time because people are struggling and they, they have different beliefs. Another thing what I wanted to raise about this question, uh, about somebody who send me a message, Apostle, is, you know, uh, uh, Christians nowadays, they've shifted the focus to spend more time reading the original word of God. Mm-hmm. They spend more time reading so many books that were written by so many people, and some of them, some of those books are not meaningful. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they are meaningful. I remember when I was in Bible college, they were teaching me as how to buy books mm-hmm. as a minister. To say, like when you deal with the bloodlines, you need to make sure that you're going to get a book that uh, is going to give you. You are not going to. It's like you're going to get another one's view. Mm-hmm. What does he say? Sure. Because remember, people are different. Some people are old in age. They lived in somewhere. He was living. Was he was staying in Egypt. He knows what is happening in Egypt. So you, it will, it will give you an insight of. Sure. Of a bloodline. So now, most of the Christians nowadays, when they buy books, they are not necessarily buying books to capacitate their spirit. They, they are filling up their library, and they spend more time reading those books with, or without the weight. And then at the end of the day, they don't know exactly what God is saying about their life. So my advice is, please, Basalwani, uh, uh, try to avoid not to spend more time in reading those fancy books with fancy titles uh, because most of the authors, they they just put fancy titles so that it can go faster. It's the best-selling book every time. And because of a fancy title, you buy it. When you read it, there's nothing. So be, 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 be selective. Know, know, know what book do you want. Is it going to help you go through it? And it's, it's, it's going it's to help them. So I think reading right material is going to help some of us. Okay. Uh, okay. We do have a caller online. Uh, good evening, caller. Hello. Hi, Mr. Masugo. 
Good in you, sir. Good. Yeah, this is Ndumiso. Uh, I think, yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Apostle Natasha and uh, Bishop Nare. Like, I just want to thank Apostle Natasha. I think she can remember me from Pastor Solis Church. Yes, sir. Ah. And, <laughs> and, and we're regathering the clan here, yeah. Okay. So, one you? of the things, I think, to tell you the truth, Apostle Natasha, I'm glad that I'm, I, I was with Pastor Soli and you really, I attended a lot of your bloodline sessions. Yes. And um, I think I think you have opened now with the, the schools and uh, I will really encourage a lot of people to go there because, mm-hmm. yes, I can hear, we have, as, as Apostle uh, uh, Bishop Nare said, the time is limited. When you go to Ariel Gate, she will deal with one issue at a time. And I can tell you, um, my my life spiritually, the, the, the basis and the foundation that I got from Apostle Natasha of repentance, it really, it's, it's really a, a winner against the enemy. Because remember, submission, I don't, my, I don't care how much title you have and what you do in the kingdom, but the greatest and the easiest way to overcome the enemy is submission. And yes. submission comes through repentance. Amen. Because when you, you, you repent, you are saying to the Lord, yes, mm. I agree mm. with this. Mm. This is wrong. And I'm coming to align with you. Uh, 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 Pastor Cheryl defined the re- repentance as this, turning away from sin to mm. God. Mm. You're turning away from something and you're coming to God. So I can tell you, you cannot over-repent. Mm. You cannot over-repent. Mm. It's a daily thing, as Apostle mm. is saying. It's a daily work. You mm. cannot over-repent. So one of the things that I want to encourage listeners to is just maybe to follow up with the book. There is a book about repentance. I can tell you, I go to it every day. Mm. I divorce everything that my forefathers have, 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 mm. have, 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 have come into agreement with that does not agree with the cross of Calvary. Mm. Everything was alone. This is deep. This is not just a topic. And I can tell you, if you want to live a free life and mm. to understand spiritual things and to seek growth, understand these things. Amen. This thing of saying of being ignorant, mm. the days of ignorance are over, Bazalwani. You cannot play church anymore. You cannot be casual about your spiritual life. You have to repent, especially for the sake of your children. Because mm. whatever mm. you don't mm. deal with, the enemy can jump. Mm. When you can be a selfish mm. Christian and say, yes, I'm safe. But the enemy can jump you and go to another to another mm. generation. So That's this right. is a very serious topic. Amen. And I thank you, Apostle Natasha. Thank you so much that thank you have impacted you, our lives. And I can tell you, the mark that you have made upon my life, I think I will spend one day in the throne room <laughs> and see you and say, Apostle Natasha, and remind you and say, you have done a lot to my life. Oh. Okay. That is wow. wonderful. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, that's uh, uh Thank you. Wow. Okay. So there was a question. Before Ndumiso uh, can uh, give us a call, there was a, there, 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 there was a, there, there was a question. Uh, that was asked the question as uh is it uh, can somebody pray over himself or herself lay hands to break the curses or you need a pastor to stand in a gap for you at the end of the day the pastor is there to tra- teach you to do it yourself okay the whole point of the fivefold ministry is to equip the body 
if you're going to spend your whole life looking for a pastor or an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist, then you haven't learned anything from them. So please learn. Yeah, I think also just mm. very quick, just to give an example, uh, when you get when you get saved, uh, apostle, uh, smoking cigarette, and I'll, I pray for you. It is not going to be my role all the time to remove a cigarette from your mouth. So I pray to you and I coach you. I counsel to say for you to stop, stop smoking. Please learn, learn. Just remove it. Every day, if you feel like this, do this. So, I you you have to first seek a senior leadership in terms of spiritual deliverance, and the senior leader is going to teach you how to pray a prayer of deliverance every night, every day, every month. So when you wake up, you say, "I Johannes Nare, today I declare myself held." In the, it's like yeah, you don't necessarily put your hand on top. But you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying you, you can, but you say that mm. declaration to yourself, to say I declare myself tonight mm -hmm. that I'm not like this and I'm free and I'm saved by the blood of Jesus. So that's how you, we're going to teach you to pray towards that case. I just want to say something here quickly. You mm. know that there's that whole thing where Jesus meets the guy that's got a legion of demons. Mm. And a legion is four to six thousand demons. demons. And guess what? They couldn't do anything with this guy. He's naked, he's full of chains, blah, blah, blah. He's terrifying all these people. And what does he do when he sees Jesus? Mm. He, he acknowledges Christ. He gets on his face and worships him mm. with four to six thousand demons. I don't care how many demons you've got, mm. you have something called a free will. Yes. And I am not really interested in binding your demon till the cows come home, till mm. I get horse and fall over, because mm. I did that. Okay, <laughs> That's how I got into teaching generational stuff, mm. because I really believe if you understand yourself and you make mm. your own choice, it's a choice. It's a choice yes. to come to Jesus. Mm. And you can come to Jesus. I had somebody um, who I got to share at my church. He was on drugs at 14. He was on ecstasy, coke, and something else. Mm. And he thought he was dying. Mm. And in the midst of this whole drug thing, and he's saying to me that the, 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 um, the grass looked like uh, elephants coming at him. Or mm. He thought he was going to die. Do you know that in the midst of this place, he started to talk to God? Mm. There was no church. There was no senior leader. Sorry, Bishop. Mm. There was nobody but him and God. Mm. And he made a choice. So this legion guy in the middle of nowhere with all these demons, and he's been demonized we don't know how long, if it's one year, two mm. years, 20 years, his whole life, we don't know. Okay, He decides he makes a choice. I'm going to worship Jesus. Guess what all the demons are going to do? Nothing. Because he's going to worship Jesus. Mm. So I just want to say this, that Satan's whole thing is to fight you making this choice. Mm. Okay, so you are being saved, I'm going to go back again, in your soul because in your intellect you think certain ways, in your emotion you feel certain ways, and mm. in your will you want certain things. If you want Jesus more than anything else, you will get him. Amen. And you will see miracles mm. because he is God and he's waiting for you to call on his name. And if you really call on him, I don't care what your situation is. I don't care how desperate it looks. This mm. is a miracle mm. that this guy with 6,000 whatever 
screaming demons, decide, looks at Jesus and goes, I'm worshipping you. Do you think the demons wanted to worship Jesus? Mm. Hey, mm. The, Jesus puts him in the, um, the pigs and they end up in the water, mm. blah, blah. But what I am saying to you is God made you with one yes. thing that, that you can fight the devil with is choose Jesus every time. Amen. Even if a lot of things you're doing is wrong, even if you don't have it all correct, just keep choosing Jesus just one to one to come right. I mean, there was a time when someone said to me, you need to forgive your father for blah, blah. And I said, I don't want to forgive my father. What do you <laughs> think? You don't understand. <laughs> and this person said to me, you need to want to because God wants you <laughs> to. I said, okay, for that reason, I will want to want <laughs> to, but I don't really want <laughs> to in my flesh. <laughs> and in my mind, I've worked it out, <laughs> and I've made this decision, and in my emotions. <laughs> but because God wants me to, I am choosing. <laughs> and I got to a place where I could really do it properly out of my heart. But it yeah. starts somewhere, and it starts with a choice. Yeah, you 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 know in 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 adding on what you say you said earlier on in terms of the grass and all the thing, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember uh, be, uh, Pastor Nare before he he was living in his old world uh, after. <laughs> After smoking glue, <laughs> and then now, yes, that's why. After smoking glue, now here comes a car, and he's like to his friend, Hey, my friend, is this a Calperi? <laughs> and it was like, but then when he decided to yeah. accept Christ, yeah. all those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling the human. Choice that God yeah. gave us, mm. because you see, somewhere all my ancestors agreed with I don't know what and made choices that I got born into that messed us all up, and I'm like, hey, if they can make a choice, I can unmake their choice, mm. and it's called repent. I repent for all my ancestors that did this because I understand I'm cu- bringing pulling myself out of yes what yeah. they did yes. Wow. So here we are. We shaping minds for a better future. The most important thing is for us to understand that this is a day to day process. It's not an event. It's not an event. Mm -hmm. It's a day to day. And until we get that correct, we will forever we will forever have a problem. But Oh my goodness me! Can the I time. say one little small thing? Yeah. The time. Uh, we the still time. have more comments. Okay. Uh, I think we have two more comments. Um, let me get into this one. Uh, good evening, Mr. Masugo and your guest. I'm glad to hear uh, Apostle Natasha. I know. F- uh, I know from Errol Gate as well. And since then, <laughs> my life has changed. And Dadenare. Is right to say materials is important. Not all books are, uh, not all books, uh, have, uh, not all having books uh, that uh, I know this one. Not What's all having having all books is not going to assist you. Yes, uh, uh, but it says uh, not all books are having going to assist or to transform you once again. That's Mister Lisu. That's Tato Lisu. Uh, I think he's also from uh, he was from Pastor Solis Church. Hey. 
And then there's another there's another uh, ca- uh, come join the repentance school of Ariel Gate, okay? There's another okay. Com- yes. So yeah, uh, I think uh, what uh, the, the the scholars I think uh, they they are just uh, saying the like alluding to the importance of this topic okay. and, it, uh, and in terms of the bloodlines. So, but you know, they normally say is when how time flies when we're having good times. Yeah. Having fun. Yes, when we're having fun and all that. But now, the time it's almost um, got a two. Mm. So, there are people out there, Apostle mm-hmm. and Bishop, mm-hmm. who needs help, mm-hmm. who needs Christ, who needs to redefine their life. But before we do that, um, may I start with you, uh, Bishop Nare, your last passing words, because already the time is gone. Yeah, the time is gone, man, of yes. course. And, and I'll just take uh, two minutes to say my last word before I also take a, a, a natural break also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's too hot in here. So now uh, I would like to say to everybody, the important step for everything, for your things to get a breakthrough is to acknowledge that you are a sinner and you have made mistakes, but don't condemn yourself. That there is Jesus on the cross who died for all of us. Take an initial step by accepting him but that's not the end. That's just an entry level. It's a key towards your deliverance. You're going to walk this, this path. There's a big room that you have to go into those rooms and get all your blessings delivered, blessings delivered. And, and don't be misled by people who say uh, accepting Jesus is enough. It is not enough. It is just an entry level. Actually, accepting Jesus provokes all the spirits that were there. Accepting Jesus provokes all the spirits. And just know that when you accept Jesus, the spirits are getting provoked and they're going to rise against you. And please be mindful of that and, and accept Jesus and continue. And when you've accepted Jesus, please be serious about God. Because if you're not serious, you're doing in and out. Unfortunately, your life will be delayed. Your life will be delayed. The cases will come in, go out, come in. At the end of the day, they will come in forever to the point whereby you will even commit suicide. So I think this is my closing statement to everybody. Please, be sure about your life of Christianity. Don't do up and downs in out and in and out say, God will forgive me. You are delaying your progress of deliverance and may the good God bless you. And thank you very much, Mr. Masuka, to our wonderful apostle. Uh, God bless you. Um, God bless you. Amen. 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 Uh, apostle Natasha. Um, apostle Natasha, she's an author. Um, there are four books. Um, I think this is the fourth edition, the, the yeah. traveling yeah. and intercession. Uh, I have the smaller one. Yes, one of the first ones. <laughs> yes. I, I, keep, I keep expanding. Yeah. Keep, we, we keep learning. Yeah, we also have the uh, Repentance, the Book of Repentance. It deals, this book deals with the bloodlines, how to deal, how to repent in terms of, uh, it's just a guidelines on how to repent, how to mm-hmm. deal with this uh, family uh, 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 cases. And also we do have um, uh, Trading with Heavens. Mm-hmm. So, because... At times we 
we don't understand the trading part, but it's there. We also have another, uh, the one that deals with the protocol of the kingdom of God. And that's another book that she's, uh, she has. So now, your last words, Apostle, because, and then also, where can people find you? I, uh, okay, so I, in Johannesburg, on the other side, actually, in Mildes Drift. And, um, yeah, it's a bit of a schlep to this side of the world. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the other side of the world, yeah. Mm. Anyway, it's near Lonseria. Uh, the address is 199 Um Milders Drift, mm. uh, or Redfontein. And uh, you can go to aerialgate.com or look up House of Aerial Gate and you'll get our website. And we do have a repentance school, which is the 6th of August, our next one on a Saturday, which is free. You can come in and sit physically. Uh, we have done something different this year. We've been doing a lot of stuff on uh, healing the soul, mm. inner healing kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Uh, to Did my you want me to wrap up? Yeah, I wanted you to, but yes, I will, I will, I will give okay. you that. Yeah, to my uh, beloved listeners, I thank you so much for engaging with us. What a day. Mm. Mm. Um, this show wouldn't be the way, because if, if, if you were not there, but because you were able to engage with us, some of the things with that uh, I've learned a lot of things, I thought I knew, mm-hmm. uh, but now, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm being challenged to do more for God. And there are other people there, uh, Apostle, who might be saying, okay, I did not understand but now I do understand. There are other people who are see, who are there hearing us talking about this repentance, talking about this uh, bloodline and everything, but they do not have the relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. As you just in the, under a few minutes, as you giving us your last words and then lead them to Christ. Okay. A repentance, a, 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 a salvation prayer. The one thing that bothered me that Bishop Nari said, all these people that said, what is all this washing about? Mm-hmm. I wanted to promise you, if you don't understand what washing is about, I'm ask yourself if you saved, seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is no way that you're going to be in a relationship with Jesus and you're not going to keep repenting mm-hmm. and saying, oh God, I'm so sorry I was ugly to this person. I'm so sorry I did this and I'm so sorry I did that. I want to be better. I want to behave better. Mm-hmm. Um Salvation, as far as Jesus is concerned, your spirit is saved. But I'm going to say this again, your soul needs a lot of work. Mm. That's what we call holiness and sanctification. That thing is something you do. And you're going to be judged on how well you do it or how well you don't do it. That's about rewards in heaven. Um, You know, I'm going to say this again. Finding the Lord is very simple. It's not a rock uh, it's, it's not rocket science at all. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people who've been on drugs in the middle of a satanic conference calling out to Jesus and being saved. Mm. And coming out of there speaking in tongues, mm. being healed, having miracles, because in their heart they were so genuinely trying to reach out to God. 
So it's not your past that's going to save you. It's not me that's going to save you. Okay. I am going to, can only present Jesus to you and you have to respond to him. Mm-hmm. I can't actually even lead you to him. Mm-hmm. I can just bring him before you and say, here he is. Mm-hmm. How are you going to respond? So, Father God, I want to thank you for your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross for me. And Father, if I have a testimony and if I have a voice tonight, I am asking that you will touch those who desperately need you, who desperately need some answers in their life. And Father, I am praying that they will not use you like a slot machine and use your name and use the name of Jesus because they need something done for themselves. I am praying for eternity with you because that's what it's about. It's about not about this life. It's about the life to come. Where will they be and will their name be in your book one day? And Father, I don't want these people's blood on my hands. So I'm hoping I'm sounding very clear. So generally what you would do if you want to reach out to the Lord, you pray any prayer you like, but I'm going to pray a prayer with you right now. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm coming simply as I am. I know all the mistakes I've made. I know all the things my family have done. I know where I've been born and the people I've I've grown up with. And, Father, nothing is so great and so marvelous on this planet. And some days I I wake up and wonder, why am I even alive? And do I even want to live? And, Father, for all of those out there doing that, I am praying today that they will see your son for themselves, that they will reach out to him with all of their heart, and that they will begin to love him with everything in them so that they can come into eternal salvation, meaning that they will walk on into a heavenly future with Jesus for the rest of eternity. This is not a cheap salvation. This is not a quick fix in a five-minute prayer. This is the beginning of a relationship. And I'm praying for those who have been with the Lord for a long time, that they will be challenged to not think they know everything, but they will be challenged to go, is there something more I can learn about this one, my beloved Jesus, the lover of my soul? I'm praying for that right now in Jesus' name. I really am praying for the maturing of the saints. Father, that I'm praying, God, please forgive us as the fivefold ministry for not being a great example to lead people and to equip people to pray for themselves Mm. and to stand up and fight demons themselves. Mm. Father, please, God, we need a more mature body of Christ in South Africa. Please, Jesus, forgive us for us as as the ministers for not doing our job. And, Father, I'm praying for my fellow ministers that the things that are attacking them the things that they have, the challenges they have, Father, that you will give them today, such a a bounce in their spirit. Father, give them their own personal revival and revelation and a new anointing tonight. And I want to ask you that you bless this team here at uh, Hope Alive, online radio, Father, especially my very good friend, God with us, Emmanuel. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, team. Bless you all. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you very much. Uh, if you have, uh, if you are agreeing with that prayer, 
we just want to say thank you. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Oh yes. And then find yourself a Bible-based church. The church that teach about Jesus Christ. The church that will tell you that he is Alive. our God. Yes. So if you don't know any, we do have uh, hope uh, restoration ministries all over. You can go to Ebony Park, Medrand, Tembisa, Springs, Minlane. They, sure. they are waiting for you. Wow. Yes, they are waiting for you to just to welcome you and say welcome home. Uh, uh, but before we say bye, Stella uh, sent us a message to say a good resource book is Repentance, uh, cleansing your blood, uh, your family bloodline by Apostle Natasha. <laughs> 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 and then we also have uh, we also have um, another to uh, me uh, one of the. Uh, Listeners said, uh, please, uh, part two. Okay. Uh, part two, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But from me, uh, the pushing boundaries, I just want to say thank you to my technical producer. Uh, thank you. And then thank you, Apostle Natasha. Thank you, Bishop Nare. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kenton Park, South Africa.